Hi, my name is Lynn McTaggart. Welcome to my podcast, Living the New Science. In these podcasts, I'm covering some extraordinary discoveries by frontier scientists and other new thought leaders, and why this changes everything we think about how our world works and also how we should live our lives. Today, I'm gonna talk to you about what I did to transform the pain of the 20th anniversary of 9-11 to a day that was something positive, uplifting, and healing. And thousands around the world joined in with me and transformed their own lives and the lives of everyone they know. But before I do, I want to remind those of you who want to learn more about how to use intention more effectively in your lives about a special course I've got coming up called Intention Essentials, starting off on October 2nd. Unlike many courses on the internet today, Intention Essentials is live so that you can interact with me and other course members directly. You'll enjoy a total of 10 hours of direct experience with me, be able to ask questions directly and give and get feedback at the meeting. You'll discover unique tools to unleash that extraordinary power you have locked inside you, the best ways to frame your thoughts, keep them consistent, and to use your mental powers to plan your route to success. To find out more, go to lynnmctaggart.com forward slash courses, forward slash intention hyphen essentials. But back to 9-11. On September 11th, 2021, the recent 20th anniversary of 9-11, I decided not to watch videos once more of those two tall buildings crumbling into dust. I wanted to commemorate that day with something positive, uplifting, and healing, and invite people around the world to do the same. I held a Healing Afghanistan intention experiment broadcasted via Zoom and several of my Facebook pages on that day. Some 7,000 people from both Eastern and Western countries signed up or took part to join in the experiment from both East and West. I'd also assembled a panel of three New Yorkers and six Arabs from various countries in the Gulf states including Saudi Arabia and Kuwait and many other places. And I also included Dr. Salah al-Rashid, the noted Kuwaiti author, broadcaster, and peace activist who ran the 9-11 intention experiment with me 10 years ago. And that's on my last podcast. I wanted those from the two cultures involved to hear each other ultimately to forgive the terror attack itself, but also its bloody aftermath in which hundreds of thousands of innocent Afghans were killed, injured, detained, or deported. Our target in the experiment was to help any evacuees get out of Afghanistan safely and to secure peace and tolerance for all those remaining behind. Unlike almost all of my 39 other intention experiments, This time, it would not have been possible to take any scientific measurement of the results. We would have needed to get figures from the Taliban, and that would have been obviously impossible. But long-term change can be measured another way. As I usually do, 
I sent a survey to the participants who answered just a week or two after the experiment. And they showed that we recorded profound shifts in those who had taken parts. In some instances, the most profound shift they'd ever experienced. Most of those who took part experienced profound altered states. Nearly two thirds felt they were part of a larger network. At least a quarter of them felt tingling or an overwhelming sense of energy during the experiment. And remember, they're all participating, sitting in front of their individual computer screens in countries around the world. Many felt intense heat or tingling. Another 25% of my audience were openly sobbing. They said things like this. The energy I felt was very strong, powerful, ongoing throughout all these minutes and very directed, like a very strong, thick material beam. Felt like I was floating on the sea of consciousness, almost dream state, said another. My body got really hot, said a third. I fell on my knees crying, asking spirit to send through me all the love my heart was able to contribute to the event. I started crying uncontrollably, said another. Not sadness or joy, the only word I can use to describe would be compassion. I cried very hard for at least halfway through the intention and then felt extreme peace and unity with all the world in connection with the people of Afghanistan. In many, the pain and intensity of the intention gave way to compassion, peace, and love toward all the Afghan people, most particularly the women. Nearly half said they felt more compassionate than usual, and another half more peaceful. I experienced a tremendous heart opening as I experienced the truth of boundarylessness between myself and the Afghan people, as well as everyone on the call, said one person. I saw thousands of lights all over the world unite into one huge field of light that covered all of Afghanistan. I also felt so much love, more than I've ever experienced before this intention. I felt that we were family. I also felt I held the earth in my hands, surrounded by pink light and held the hurt running from New York through to Afghanistan and let this resonate between my palms. Amazingly, in many, those feelings of compassion even extended toward the Taliban. As one person wrote, I went on crying so hard, so much, so that I couldn't stop. After some minutes, for the very first time, I felt compassionate and unconditional love, even towards the Taliban. I could see that divine entity in them too. Honestly, I was shocked. For numerous people, the experiment healed their own experience of 9-11 back in 2001. I felt a deep sense of catharsis. I was in New York City during 9-11 and wasn't expecting to feel so much emotion during the meditation after so much time. This sense of peace and healing carried on, extending into the participants' own lives. 
more than 27% experienced improved relations with their spouse or partner, 20% with their children, 28% with their friends, and 29% with strangers. Half of the respondents said that they felt more love for everyone they come in contact with, whether it's partners, siblings, children, business associates, even strangers. My spouse, said one, with whom for the last few years all intimacy has been lost. They were, she was connecting. Getting along beautifully with my mother-in-law, said another. No mean feat. I've had a problem with my publisher for over a year, but since the intention experiment, the company has worked to resolve our issue. This was a surprise. My relationships have changed because I am more present, said another, and real. Others feel my presence, love and authenticity, and consequently, we become closer. As with my other intention experiments, that opening up of the heart was the most fascinating part. The powerful feelings of compassion and tolerance that extended not only to all people in Afghanistan, but into my participants' own lives. Some 39% of the participants reported that they had developed tolerance toward people not like them. And for most, that concerned differing views, whether political or relating to COVID. Said one, I'm not as reactive to differences of opinion and red line issues don't feel as attacking and destructive as I experienced them before. Then another, makes me more attentive in daily life encounters with people who think in another way than I, i.e. about vaccines. As you can see, group intention offers the possibility of an overwhelming sense of oneness and healing for everybody involved. So I just wanna remind you, if you'd like to delve deeper to harness its extraordinary resource, don't forget about my upcoming course, Intention Essentials, which kicks off on October 2nd. Remember, you can find out more about my course by going to lynnmctaggart.com forward slash courses forward slash intention hyphen essentials. That's 10 hours of live and interactive experience with me you'll enjoy and with other like-minded people, be able to ask questions and get feedback in real time and practice in experiential breakout groups. So back to our Healing Afghanistan Intention Experiment. Besides healing relationships, people actually experience their own healings. More than a quarter wrote that they were more in love with their lives in the world. One third of our participants reported physical improvements in the two weeks after the experiment. Said one, I began the intention experiment in a disturbed emotional state, heartbroken over how Biden ordered leaving Afghanistan and emotional remembering the horrors of 9-11-01. I felt very calm and peaceful after the experiment. I have also amazingly experienced a no physical pain state for several days now. I have a diagnosis of chronic pain syndrome, post-traumatic fibromyalgia, and normally have six to nine to 10 level of pain 
24 seven since 1995 from serious spinal injuries from three major auto accidents. Incredible energy shift, no more pain, wow. I have benign prostate enlargement and get up three to four times a night to urinate, said another. Following the intention experiment, I had one or two nights of three to four times getting up. Then it's dropped to twice and even once a night, something that hasn't happened in years. For 16 years, wrote another, I slept with a light on because I was terrified of the dark. Not anymore. A week ago, that fear went away, and now I don't need the light on when sleeping. Number two, addiction to coffee, gone. Number three, addiction to sugar, gone. Number four, more food, healthy choices started to come out. Another person wrote, I fractured my hip earlier this year. This week has shown the greatest progression in healing in six months. And most amazingly of all, somebody else wrote in, I have a precancerous blood disease. Two days after the experiment, my red blood cell count went up without a blood transfusion. This has never happened before. More than 44% said that after the intention experiment, they were inspired to work for peace or in areas of high violence. I intend to volunteer at a migrant shelter at the U.S. northern border, wrote in one. I feel more compassion toward those people who do not have the same humanitarian values and am trying to understand their fears, beliefs, prejudices. I remain hopeful, as always, about our capacity to help heal the situation in Afghanistan. And there were a few potential positive murmurs a few hours after our experiment, particularly about girls and women eventually returning to segregated schools and jobs. But the one indisputable lingering effect appears to be not the target, but its mirror reaction among the participants. A transformational state of peace and compassion in the hearts of the participants, causing a domino effect with everyone with whom they come into contact. Every so often, a reader reminds me why I do this. You know, you're doing more than research, wrote in one participant after the Arab-Israeli experiment we did in 2017. You are breaking open people's hearts. And that is the real point of the intention experiments healing the healers themselves in order to heal the world. Perhaps these experiments carry one simple truism. To solve a seemingly intractable political situation, to solve our political and social divides, the fastest and most effective way forward may not be through the military or politics or diplomacy or even economic initiatives. All you may need are people coming together as a group and praying as one. The very act of participation in group intention ignites a light inside of you that can heal your own heart, causing a contagion of healing that just might heal the world.
Group intention is the most powerful healer I know. But in my experience, harnessing intention effectively in your own life works best when you master certain fundamental techniques. So if you loved hearing about the intention experiment and the amazing rebound effect of group intention and would like to work and practice directly with me to learn more about the art and science of intention, you can also join me, remember, in my upcoming five-week online course, The Intention Essentials, which starts on October 2nd. You'll enjoy a total of 10 hours of live and interactive experience with me and other like-minded people, be able to ask questions and get feedback in real time, and practice in experiential breakout groups. Plus, you'll learn to master all the most essential elements of intention, how to get into the right frame of, and, of mind and heart state, the best ways to frame your intentions, what exactly it means to be specific and why it's important, how to use mental rehearsal to your advantage, how to map out your route to success, how to embody your intentions, how you might be inadvertently sabotaging yourself and what to do about it. Plus all the steps you should take and what you shouldn't to run a power of eight group. These live sessions are just like being in an in-person workshop with me, but for a fraction of the cost of travel, hotel, and meeting. But if you want to join me in this transformational journey, remember you've got to act now. We're kicking off the course in less than a week and places are filling up. So to find out more, once again, go to lynnmctaggart.com forward slash courses forward slash intention hyphen essentials. Thanks for listening to Living the New Science with me, Lynn McTaggart. Remember to tune in again and find out more about how you can incorporate all of the amazing developments in the new science into your own life. Thanks and look forward to speaking with you again.